Well, hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. Well, hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Goat Life Podcast. I'm JB. I'm Chloe. And we have a special guest with us today. I'm Carla. This is Carla, Miss Carla. She is the mom in the family. And we're really excited to have her come and talk to us a little bit about goat photography. So she's the mastermind behind all the cute pictures that you see on Instagram. Yeah, we have um, a bunch of new photos, so hopefully we'll probably start getting some of those up of our latest batch of babies. Yes, that's a, a technical issue that's blocking <laughs> that we must, must yeah. solve. <laughs> now, before we get into that, let's get you all caught up a little bit on what's been happening here at JB Racing Goats in the last couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks since we've done an episode. Yeah. So, um, Chloe, how's birthing season coming? Um, over. <laughs> it's over, yes. Oh, however, it kind of landed with a thud, didn't it? Yeah. Well, what, why don't you tell the listeners what has happened? Um, so, technic. well, um, Kyla had a miscarriage, what we're assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she didn't actually end up having a baby. Yes, but she was pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing, and you're gonna know if you're gonna have goats, and if you're going to, um, if you're going to uh, get those goats pregnant and and do the breeding. That it's it, and we've said a number of times, it's hard to know when they're pregnant. And there is the there's like phantom pregnancies where the goats just look like they're pregnant, and you keep feeding them more because you think they're pregnant, which makes them look more pregnant. And But that's not what happened here. This, no. this um, in fact, in the last episode, or one of the last episodes, we even talked about giving her a pregnancy test with her urine, which she passed, right? Yeah. So how is it that all of these things came together? She was pregnant, she passed her pregnancy test. How is it that we didn't know earlier that she was not pregnant anymore? Well, maybe she was pregnant at the time, but yeah. What was it? Um, was it called like a false pregnancy or something? False pregnancy. That's Which right. Which is kind of not necessarily false, right? But well, there's some of the same symptoms, and one of the main things we saw was all of the mucus, and mm. that really led us to believe that there must be a baby. That's right. <laughs> yes, and so the the signs were there because. First of all, her her body started to change, you know, her udders filled up and everything, and that doesn't really happen unless you're actually pregnant. But the other big thing is that she had mucus come out yeah. of her rear. And so that's usually when we see that, and then we're like, oh, okay, we know they're starting the the timeline. And the timeline came and went. And so we did a little bit of research and found that what likely happened like Chloe said, is that she had a miscarriage earlier on 
but her body didn't detect it. So it continued to grow and continued to basically grow in empty sac. And then at one point that burst, the mucus came out, looked like she was pregnant, but there was no baby. So that's what threw us off. And of course she, the, her body was still producing those hormones, which is why she was able to pass the pregnancy test. So in actuality, our, um, our birthing season ended, what, like three weeks before we knew it did? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were staying up all night for about a month for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> we are checking the camera every couple hours, making sure she can birth. And especially, you know, we mentioned before, this one, she's a beautiful goat. Everybody says she's going to have beautiful babies, but she lost her baby last year. So we were watching her really closely. And unfortunately, she lost it again this year. So we're going to have to make some decisions as to what to do with this beautiful goat here. But yeah, that was eventful, right? Yeah. Yeah. We Well, you know what we finally did is we took her to the vet and had an ultrasound done. And, you know, like you can do a lot of things. You can do the P-test, you know. You can look at the signs and everything, but it's really the ultrasound that kind of seals it one way or another. Yeah. So, yeah. it's much as you want to avoid it, sometimes that's the where you have to go. Well, it's interesting with her too because we've talked to a couple of breeders now that have really kind of liked the looks of her, and I was surprised to find out that goat IVF is a possibility if you're wanting to use mm -hmm. their eggs to have a surrogate mama. Um, when you're starting to talk about showing and passing on those genes that you're looking for in a goat. So I don't, I don't know too much about that yet, but it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> We've not done that yet. We've always done traditional, put them with the buck, but it's something we're going to look into and at least see price wise, whether we think we can make it, you know, work without like spending a fortune that's, you know, impossible to make back, um, but it's very interesting. We had some friends over who were kind of walking us through some options that they had gone through. So we're going to look into it and see what what it what it looks like and everything. But because if, they, if we can use her her eggs to continue the gene pool, that would be really great. We would love to have more that look just like her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing. Boy, we just had vet bills out the wazoo this time. <laughs> they just can't stay away from the vet. I know. They? I it's know. It's been a tough season. <laughs> we must have like a really great vet. They must like give them treats while they're there or something. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had, we had some babies that went to the vet at the beginning of the month. And what, what, tell us just, I'm not sure where we left off with the last podcast. So maybe you want to walk through the the history of events as you remember them um so we had so we brought them to the vet because um you know what was was it like um he was having like diarrhea and stuff what was i can't even remember like how it started uh, well he was we took him to be dehorned to be de oh disputed that's right so he got disputed and then he kind of crashed after yeah 
and you know he started having like really bad diarrhea mm-hmm. and i don't mean like you know the milky poo that they have it's like you know the difference um and he was like you know um what was he like dehydrated and stuff he was he was yeah. lethargic mm-hmm. so you can have goat with you know like and it, it happens actually quite easy for them to get um, diarrhea change their food some of them are going to get diarrhea take them on a trip they're going to get diarrhea you know <laughs> so we you know we do give probiotics and stuff to bigger goats but that little they don't really have a rumen running at that point to that the probiotics is going to reset so you know their system is just still developing at that point but whenever you see it affect their behavior that's when you want to watch it and that's what we saw with him he had the diarrhea if it was just the diarrhea we probably wouldn't have worried too much although it was you know a lot of diarrhea but then the fact that he was so lethargic and you know not acting like himself we said okay we better get this guy to the vet well and they were the babies of the mama that we lost to mastitis which was the additional complication because we were essentially bottle feeding them pretty much from day one. And yeah. so that kind of affected um, the outcome with these babies too. Yeah. And so then a few days later, his sister started having the same diarrhea. Yeah. Now, she did not, she was not lethargic. She was not really acting so bad. But considering he had just had the same thing, we took her over too so that the, they could be observed by the vet. Yeah, I mean, there's, of course, they weren't, like, eating and stuff, so that was another thing. Yeah. Like, that night, she didn't, like, eat her food or anything, yeah. so. Yeah, right. Now, what did what did the vet do? You didn't see the bill, so you probably don't know everything. <laughs> what, do you, what do you remember? Um, oh, well, you, like need, you weren't even with us the first I night. It was Jude. No, <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's lost in my memory anyways. Yes, well, <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, I forgot which kid I took, but... They did blood tests on everything. The big thing, like Chloe said, was dehydration. You know, that's kind of why he was crashing. We had to get him back up. So they put a really cute little IV in him, and I have a picture of it. It was really cute. (laughs) Yeah, it was really cute seeing the IV, but um, that was kind of what got him back on his feet so quickly. But then they um, gave him antibiotics and anti-diarrhea stuff and after a few days they were back on their feet and we brought them home we did have one scare though after we brought him home because there was one night that he just decided he didn't want his bottle again and we were like oh, yeah. oh no it's starting over again yeah. but it just turned out that we gave him some of the anti-diarrhea and he just got st- Kind of stopped up. <laughs> he was stuck. Poor guy. That's right. He didn't want to put any more in. I understand it. By the next morning, he was doing just fine. So, yeah, he's a hearty eater now. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. never really know. So, yeah. we hold him back. And so, those ones in particular, they're going to start out smaller. And then once they get fully on feed, they're going to then we'll see their real size. Yeah. You know, because they're a little. They're going to be. They're not going to have that thick baby fat that a lot of them come off the mama with just because we're kind of watching their their intake on the milk and everything but um they're gonna be really nice looking goats 
And I think we know who's going to show one of them. We have one of them already spoken for, but um, Beefcake, the little boy, is going to go on the market, and he's going to he's going to be really good. And it's going to take someone who can understand that he's a little smaller because he was bottle fed um, to to know what he's going to look like. But he's gonna he's going to win some ribbons for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's move on to the photos, which is why we have Miss Carla here with us. <laughs> Chloe is my um, assistant, photography assistant when it comes to goats, all well, goat related. That. <laughs> Anybody within arm's ring is Carla's photography assistant when when she's doing goats. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's true. You actually had to help one of the nights and and you actually had to chase one of them around mm-hmm. the yard a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think, I don't know, can I share the tip of the week now? Sure, <laughs> why not? Does that usually come at the it end? It comes at the end, I, you can do it now. I My tip is that it's much easier to take pictures of your baby goats the sooner you can. The first week, I find, is best, yeah. but that first month is an okay window, too, but... They get active really quickly, and I don't know um, if it's, you know, every breed of goat is like that, but certainly with the boar goats, we've discovered that they come out, and they're just big, and they start running around and jumping really quickly. Yeah. Um, so we found that if you want some of those, I even hate to say newborn, because they barely look like newborns. They look like toddlers, but um, <laughs> we'd like to get some of those newborn photos even, like, the next day um, if we can, so, Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's that's very true. Like the the boar goats, especially they are. Boy, it takes a couple days. They're kind of hopping around, and yeah. then after that, they're running. So mm-hmm. they're really busy. They get really quick. I think with some of the other ones, like the pygmies and stuff like that, you have a lot more time because they don't have as long of legs. And yeah. so even if they're running, they're not moving that fast. But those boar goats, especially like the big ones that we grow. Boy, they just got long legs and they're just stretching, you know, itching to stretch them. So yeah, you don't even realize how fast they are until, yeah. um, and we will take pictures kind of in our nursery space, which is a separate pen that we have set aside, but we have a lot of wildflowers in the spring in our yard. And so a lot of times we like to take advantage of that. And so we'll, um, probably need at least two people to bring a goat, maybe two up into those flowers and we get some cute photos, but Boy, are they quick. <laughs> so we've had a lot of fun with that. We were able to get um, some fun newborn wraps this year and get a couple pictures of some of the babies um, within a few days. And I don't know, we just had fun with some of the different um, costumes that we've we've had. I'm trying to think, Chloe, what else did we use so far this year for props? Um, I don't know. That's also lost in my memory. <laughs> You're so tired from staying up and checking on Kalila. Um, well, you know, awesome. once we painted the barn, that was a lot of fun because we have like this door, um, that the goats kind of exit down a little ramp, which has kind of become their playground. Um, and we were able to get some real cute pictures of them by that red barn and everything. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, the denim. Remember the denim jacket that we had? Um, and it was like kind of the button down shirt and like the <laughs> denim jacket that went over it for beefcakes. And yeah, he looked like a little farmer. He looks like a little <laughs> farmer and it's really cute. <laughs> so what kind of, I mean, I know they don't sell goat outfits so much. Oh, so they don't sell goat outfits on eBay or Amazon or anything, right? So how do you get the outfits for the goats? Yeah, surprisingly not, right? Um, (laughs) Well, most of the outfits are actually dog outfits. Okay. Um, 
So we measured last year their backs. They're like roughly 17 inches long when they're born or within a short time of that. So when I'm buying dog outfits, I generally am looking for like those dimensions on their back to sort of figure it out. It's usually a large dog outfit that you need. Um, and we actually bought some human baby stuff, like newborn baby mm-hmm. stuff this year. Um, the wraps and a couple of the little headbands and stuff, um, like the little head wraps, were actually for newborn um, infants. So, yeah, we, we've done some of that. I'm trying to think. Some of the things we've actually put together ourselves with, like, um, flowers and some of those wraps. We've gone to the craft store, ribbons, um, bandanas. You can use human ones, but the dog ones are a little easier because they have those little snaps and stuff. So those were also another fun one that we did. And trying to get them all, you always want the picture with them all together. And that's, like, one of the most impossible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one that we're still trying to get. You can sort of get it if they're all sleeping. But in terms of, like, I have less dream of having them all with the bandanas lined up, kind of like you see the puppies Mm -hmm. in a basket. And that's... Pretty much impossible with goats, we figured out. So, (laughs) yes, well, that's that would be the picture then. They should be like the gonna have to Photoshop them together to make that happen. (laughs) I was like, that's gonna take a little bit of editing magic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, probably isn't so easy to get those puppies to stay in the basket either, if you think about it. If they're tiny enough, I guess. I I don't know. Maybe we'll have to expand to puppy photography and we can compare it. But goats, you gotta be quick with. (laughs) <laughs> okay, about how many pictures do you take whenever you do oh. the... Wow, I don't know. A lot. I don't even know if I can number them. We filled up the memory card the last time. So, I don't know. A couple hundred at a at a pop, yeah. I would say. We try and do several different outfits. And we kind of rotate which goat is doing pictures. And honestly, when Chloe starts to look a little tired, then we're usually done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hot outside. It's hot. It's hot in Texas, and Chloe honestly is doing the harder job because she's kind of wrestling with a goat, you know, and, you know, picking them up and situating them and corralling them. Because you always want them, like, at different angles. It's because of the lighting, (laughs) you know, those same principles for photography with people apply to animals, and you kind of want them in the right spot, and they don't always think about lighting when they're munching on stuff, so. (laughs) No, they don't seem to care too much about how the light shines on their food. (laughs) <laughs> no they're, they're more interested in munching on whatever's in the yard than they are in in photography so okay so if you want to see this beautiful artwork what you actually want to do is go to our instagram account which is jb racing goats on instagram now i'll tell you we haven't posted for like a couple weeks because we pretty much have ran dry from last year's and we've had this technical issue that has stopped <laughs> me from getting this year's which we probably just need to sit down and look at your computer and see why it's not sinking to the cloud as it's supposed to. But um, nonetheless, we'll be having some new ones up and uh, they're really cute. And we always, we kind of, we do all the pictures before we put the ear tags on and everything so that they're, you know, cute and natural and and everything. (laughs) So it's uh, really great fun. So we encourage you to follow us on our Instagram account and give us feedback let us know what your favorites are yeah there's a lot of really cute goats this year Mm -hmm. little mabel she's she i don't know my favorite is beefcakes but mabel might be second because she has this really cute saddle marking on her back so well mabel's (laughs) my favorite because she's a glorious little goat she is a really good looking goat (laughs) 
She's going to be a winner and she's going to produce winners. I'm <laughs> sure of that. So, plus she is really sweet. So, And her mother knows it. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. She sees her potential. Her. Yes. <laughs> well, tell you what, next time, um, we'll give it kind of a teaser. We should have you and Jude talk about training because you're, yeah. you're doing a whole bunch of training right now and everything, getting all the goats ready. And uh, that's probably, probably a lot of good advice for those who are just getting their goats now. Um, okay, so if you're looking for goat, this is the time that you want to start looking um, in, in Texas. And, and that's mainly, I'm assuming that your shows are in uh, late winter. So this would be like uh, the San Antonio show, San Angelo, Houston, Kerrville, some of those big ones. Um, I know that if you're doing the state fair, you're on a different schedule, but most of the other big ones, you're going to start looking now. You want to get a, you want to be looking at goats that are about two months old, three months old, maybe four months old at the latest. Um, there are still going to be some who are going to be born, depending on the class that you're you're shooting for. So you might want something smaller, but most people are out there looking now. So, um, of course, we'll have ours up on uh, jbracinggoats.com in a few days and on our Facebook. But in reality, you you know, there's so many places to buy, and depending on where you are, you can probably find some great goats real close. So, best of luck with your goat search that's going on now. Anything else you want to add? And uh, no. Okay. So um, somebody pointed out to me that we never ask people to subscribe or rate our podcast. So that's something that you can do to help us out. You can subscribe on your favorite pod catcher, whether that be iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify. We... Um, Castbox, we're on all of those. So um, subscribe to them there so that you get them in your your inbox every week, and then give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing and what your favorite part is. Five star ratings is what we we want. None of those fours, <laughs> four below is useless. <laughs> Fives only. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this week. So I'm JB. I'm Chloe. I'm Carla. Y'all have a great week.